Hey everyone, welcome once again to the Piss Off Podcast. So this week, as you guys know, Trump was indicted. I don't really feel like talking about that because there's not a whole lot to talk about. Uh, he went in front of the uh, judge, and now they're deciding to meet in person again on December 4th. So uh, nothing there, really. The left had a heyday with it, of course, and uh, conservatives were upset during that time, as is to be expected. Uh, but it ended up being a bunch of nothing. 34 charges, all for the same thing. So that's that till December 4th. Uh, also, this week, Dylan Mulvaney popped up again, as though he's ever gone away. Uh, Dylan Mulvaney's this guy that thinks he's a woman or a girl, and he's recently celebrated 365 days of girlhood, which is weird from a grown man. But, uh, you know, he got this whole sponsorship or whatever from Bud Light now, and uh, conservatives were upset about that, are upset about that. Um, me personally, I don't drink, so I don't really care. And here are kind of my thoughts when it comes to this guy anyway. You know, I, I guess in some ways good for him for making money, even though it's, you know, blatantly at the expense of mocking women and claiming to be a little girl. But I suppose if companies want to support that steaming pile of dung, they're allowed to. But really my overall view on this guy is that he's just a dude seeking attention. And unfortunately, he's getting it. <clears throat> and he's actually not even getting it from probably his as much from his fan base, but he's getting more attention from conservatives than anyone else. And he's figured out how to make conservatives kind of work on his behalf. Because every time he does something, he makes a stupid video or he shows another company that's now sponsoring him or whatever it is, the the conservatives just keep losing their mind. And the thing is, it's, you know, it's just kind of proving that any publicity is good publicity. And that's exactly what Dylan Mulvaney's getting. So like, you know, like I said, attention is obviously what he wants. So it seems to me that like the best strategy would be to stop giving him attention. At best, I would say Mulvaney is probably like a mid-level social media influencer. That's what he started out as maybe. If I mean, if, it, if he was even mid-level. And he probably would have likely annoyed his fan base to the point where they stopped even really paying attention to him, which would have been within a year or less. And he would probably become like another low-level, you know, social media influencer that maybe you've heard about, but probably not. So I just think the conservatives that lose their mind every time he pops up are just giving him a platform, which how the conservatives are doing it with him is they don't like him. So they're insulting him and things like that. And I, I don't really, I mean, I don't like the guy really. I mean, I think he's just kind of an attention seeking idiot, but they're conservatives, especially with larger platforms are allowing him to take up a lot of their time. And then of course they're, you know, quote unquote attacking him as a, you know, which actually what they're doing is just saying, well, actually you're a guy, so you're not, you know, a little girl. But anyway, this allows him to be a victim, which is now how a lot of companies are picking who they choose to represent. You know, for instance, look at Colin Kaepernick. The victim card is a winning card now. So it doesn't really matter if you have any actual talent or charisma. Those two things don't matter. Now, if you're a, a victim, that's actually who they want 
you know, representing them, these companies. So if I had to make a recommendation to other conservatives, stop playing Mulvaney's game. Stop giving him attention. You're doing exactly what he wants you to do. Stop doing that. And he will eventually go away. But other conservatives, I think, will just keep taking the bait because they can't help themselves. They just have to they have to jump on everything. I do, And that's not me saying I don't think there's good arguments they're making. I think we do have to somewhat pick our battles, though. You know, fighting for the, the idea that kids shouldn't be getting body-mutilating surgery and taking hormones and testosterone, I think those are noble causes. We should be fighting for that. That's absolutely something we should be fighting for. Uh, fighting against abortion, which is the killing of children. People don't like hearing you that way, but that's that's what it is. We should be fighting about that. Dylan Mulvaney, a little twit who thinks he's a girl, ignore him. I, I think we just ignore that guy. Now, if he starts if he starts trying to actually push more things, which I, I, I he is an advocate for some other stuff, and I understand that. But getting mad because Bud Light sponsors him, who cares? Don't I? I just wouldn't even. I, I wouldn't even pay that any attention. I think that just gives him what he wants, so whatever. But anyway, um, also in other news here, the Tennessee House voted to expel three uh, Democrat representatives after those members decided to cause a disruption and break House rules, which they said, oh, well, it was us, you know, it was just us uh, fighting and protesting for gun reform. Uh, what it actually was was these three members just trying to get attention for themselves. And actually, when they broke those House rules, what is specified is, and accurately, is that they were conducting, um, participating in disorderly behavior, which is exactly what they were doing. Those three members were Justin Jones, Justin Pearson, and Gloria Johnson. You know, what they could have done if they wanted to talk about gun reform being representatives of Tennessee, they could have debated that issue on the floor, that would have been one way to handle it. And actually the way they should have handled it since they're elected officials and that's actually what they were elected to do. Instead, they decided to act like children and try to draw attention to themselves. So I, I just, I don't have any sympathy for them. They had a platform. That's what they were elected to do. And they should have used that platform in the way it was supposed to have been used. And when you get out there and make an idiot of yourself to try to draw attention to yourself, because like one of those members, Justin Jones, he even used a bullhorn, you know, nothing says I want more attention quite like a bullhorn. And of course, once the two of the members got um, expelled, which were Justin Jones and Justin Pearson, once they got expelled, that expulsion was attributed to racism not their own actions, of course, because how it works on the left is that if they receive some consequence for what they've done, it's never their actions that are to blame. It's always, oh, well, it's, it's racism or uh, uh, they didn't like uh, the fact that I'm gay or uh, they didn't like the fact that I pretend to be a woman. It's, it's, it's all this other stuff. No, I mean, at the end of the day, when you're an adult and there's a consequence for your action, it's because what you did in your action was idiotic. And that's why these two got expelled and why all three of them were actually going to get expelled. But I believe with what I read, I believe um, Gloria Johnson, I believe she actually apologized 
for acting that way. The other two didn't. The other two are 28 year old around that in their twenties, I believe, uh, males, kind of younger people and younger people don't apologize for, apologize for anything because they think they have the whole world figured out and everybody owes them stuff. And now, uh, they're being expelled because of racism, not because of their own idiotic actions. So that's, that's that. Now, Pearson even claimed at one point, Justin Pearson, I thought this was interesting. He even claimed that he was unaware of all the rules, which to me seems like that would be his own fault for not knowing the rules, which as an adult would in fact be his responsibility responsibility to know because he took on this elected position and it's kind of an important position. So maybe you should know what you're doing and what rules you have to follow and how things work. And maybe you don't get to use the excuse that you didn't know the rules. I'm just putting that out there. But then the the interesting thing about Pearson was he went he went on to put together this theatrical performance regarding his pending expulsion. Now I will say I thought AOC had already put on the worst performance on a house floor when she was bouncing around and waving her hands. But Pearson might have topped her for the worst performance of the year. So let me let me play you a clip. This is how Pearson actually sounds when he's talking. I do not regret speaking up on behalf of the mothers, of the fathers, of the brothers and siblings in Memphis and Shelby County who have suffered from the effects of gun violence themselves. Okay, so that's how he actually sounds. That's his normal voice. And here's a clip of his performance. All glory and honor to God who makes all things possible who takes the son of teenage parents, Kimberly Owens Pearson and Jason C. Pearson, and brings him to an institution built by enslaved people's hand, all glory and honor to God. You know, I'm really starting to think that a lot of these younger people that are getting into politics are actually people that wanted to be drama kids, but were never quite good enough. So they always got the role of like the tree or the stone or like, um, you know, quiet guy sitting on the park bench one or girl at the party three, like that's kind of the parts they got. So now they have to, now they have to like relive what should have been theirs. Like these real dramatic performances, like, and I say unto thee, I, I come in front of the Congress and the Senate today and oh Lord, I, I, hold on, is everybody watching? And uh, I say, is this going to be on CNN? And uh, if I, if I pray to the Lord, I can think about guns and, oh, my gosh, how bad guns were. And please, I don't want people to pay attention to me. Lord, don't pay attention to me. I want you to focus on the guns, even though I'm up here. Somebody got a bullhorn? Anybody? Uh, I got a bullhorn here, and I'm talking, and everybody's paying attention to me. And, oh, Lord, this is the last thing I want is for people to be watching me and listening to me. And I don't want to draw attention to myself, Lord, but I feel like I feel like I got to talk like this, Lord. You know, here's the thing. Legislators really need to be the adults in the room, not children seeking attention and celebrity status from the left. So what I can say to some of these younger people that are in politics or wanting to be in politics, sometimes 
You got to reach down deep. Oh, Lord, oh, holy God, holy Jesus. You got to reach down deep and you got to feel, what do I want this? What do I want to get in this career for, Lord? Oh, Lord, what do I want to get in this career for? And I think to myself, oh, God, maybe I want to get into this career because maybe I'll be on TV one day. And maybe the president and vice president will be talking about me and saying how I'm victimized and I'm living a life of victimhood. Oh, Lord, can you feel it, Lord? And when I get on that TV and when I'm on Twitter, Lord, and when I'm, I'm going all over social media, Lord, I hope, that, I hope the one thing people don't do is I hope they don't pay attention to me, Lord. That's not what I want. That's not what I want. I want, I want people to, to think about real issues, Lord. I want people to, to, to figure out how to solve these issues together. And if they happen to look at me, Lord, well, I guess that's okay then, Lord. Lord. Uh, well, that's all for me this week. Uh, thanks for listening and uh, piss off. <laughs>